First You Think is a not-for-profit ministry of the First Unitarian Church of Des Moines. Support us at ucdsm.org today. So today is the Christian Holy Day of Pentecost, which for a lot of Unitarian Universalists brings up a rousing response of, um, yeah, uh, so about that weather. (laughs) What's Pentecost? Why do we care what Pentecost is? Some of you know the Christian story. The last meal that Jesus, the prophet, had with his disciples or followers, his students, he told them to go out into the world, to minister, to heal the sick on their own. Get out of the nest, kids. You're ready to fly. At that moment, the moment he said to them, you're not students anymore, you're ready to go, they became the apostles. Apostles are the people sent out on a mission. They are the teachers, the doers. They're no longer passively receiving. Fifty days later, fifty days after the prophet Jesus' death, we have Pentecost. So what's Pentecost? Pentecost is the day that the Holy Spirit descended on the 11 apostles. Now that sounds impressive. 11 men who had followed Jesus around the Middle East, plus one new guy. I love this because he always gets left out. One new guy, Mattathias, who just happened to be in the room. (laughs) Can you imagine that? You join a bunch of people for dinner, and their God comes down and lights a fire on your head. Awkward, very awkward. (laughs) In Christianity, this idea of the Holy Spirit is a little tricky to understand, but what it is, is the agency of the Christian God. Christians believe that their God is so big, so powerful, that if it tried to speak to you directly, you'd go boom. And blow up. It's a little scary to have in a religious being, but that's what they believe. And so this Holy Spirit is the part that can talk to humans or interact directly with humans. And it showed up as tongues of fire over the heads of these newly minted apostles. It made them speak in languages they didn't previously know, and it sent them out to spread the teachings. This is an awesome metaphor. They took apostleship seriously in those days. Did it really happen? Who knows? But the metaphor is great. This idea of going forth, of being ready to get out there, and to teach. This idea of spreading teachings that are life-giving, life-saving, it's still with us. A couple of years ago, a young teenager named Cameron Welsh 
young black man. He got out there on TikTok as an apostle, not of Christianity. He wanted to share the rules his mama had given him for surviving white people and the white world. He wanted to spread a gospel of how to stay alive. If you get a chance, if you're on TikTok, you can look for Cameron. If you're not, just Google Cameron Welsh. The videos are all over the place. They're heartbreaking. Here's his gospel. Don't put your hands in your pocket. Don't put your hoodie on. Don't be outside without a shirt on. Check in with your people, even if you're just down the road. Don't be out too late. Don't touch anything you're not buying. Never leave the store without a receipt or a bag, even if it's just a pack of gum. Don't make it look like there's an altercation between you and someone else. Don't leave the house without your ID. Don't drive with a wife-beater t-shirt on. Don't drive with a do-rag on. Don't go out in public, as a matter of fact, with a strapless t-shirt or a do-rag on. Don't ride with the music too loud. Don't stare at a Caucasian woman. If a cop stops you randomly and starts questioning you, don't talk back. Just, just compromise. If you ever get pulled over, put your hands on the dashboard. Ask if you can get your license and registration out. Now, he's speaking a language that most of us never had to learn. I saw Cameron's video online, and at the bottom in the description, it said, click, like, and share if you want world peace, hashtag Black Lives Matter, hashtag George Lloyd, hashtag Cameron Welsh. Now, I speak that language. I speak hashtag. So I started to scroll through. Black Lives Matter had just tweeted, a riot is the language of the unheard. And I thought, well, I better retweet that. That sounds pretty, pretty important. So I did. And then Donald Trump said if he got 12 million retweets on Twitter, he would do something or another. I thought, yeah, and he'll give you a pony too. I didn't retweet that. I'll be the first one to admit that I use social media a lot. Post about peace and justice, and I click on things. And I can do all that without even stepping away from my computer or phone. It's amazing, dialing in social justice. It's great. Go out into the world? Who me? Nobody set a fire on my head. All those things are good things to do. They get things started. But the work of the peacemaker and the justice seeker, our work, is to be the apostle, not the disciple. Our work is to get out there in the world rather than just passively receiving. The world's got a lot of problems, and they're large. And it's easy to feel like it's too much. It's just too much. We want to say, I've got a home, and I've got a job, I've got things I need to do. I work hard, let me enjoy my stuff.
An ethic of handle it yourself because I'm okay over here and it looks scary isn't good. It boils down to I just want to be an audience. Or how about this? You all are really impressive, you social justice folk out there, but I couldn't do it. It's a special kind of person. I, I just couldn't do it. That's the ethic of discipleship, an ethic that says, I just want to be a student of some great teacher. Let me take it all in, but nothing ever needs to go that way. Worst right now is an ethic of despair. And if you talk to anyone under 30, you may hear it. It's a frightening world. It doesn't feel like we can do much. Sometimes it's easy to just say, well, it's all broken. I, I don't want to do this. It's not true. It's not all broken. We want to take an ethic that says we can do this. And we can do this one step at a time. We don't have to learn it all before we go out and teach it ourselves. We don't have to learn it all before we get out there and act on it. No one action changes the world. But looking at the world in a different way lets us get started. Accept the small gains, move toward the next gain, one step at a time, one inch at a time. We can't end the problems today. We can't fix the world today. But don't wait for the tongues of fire to heat you up. The rise in your blood pressure when you see the brokenness in the world, that's heat enough. Take a chance and accept the small wins. Do what's right when you can, and when you can't, work to make it possible to do what's right. There's no great leader coming, it's just you. We are the people we've been waiting for. And you can handle this. You can do the things, blow your nose, get started. Because we're all afraid. But we can do this, we can change the world one step at a time. Embrace that ethic of Pentecostal risk so that Cameron Welsh and the other young people like him will not need these kinds of rules. Do what's right in front of you. Do it today because it's the right thing to do. Fight the NRA. Help to defund the police and fund alternate support services. Go into the world, spread the word that change is going to come and that you are going to be the change. Impact your house and your block and your school system. Don't cry at the next shooting. Get out there. Piece by piece, a trickle becomes a flood. Human hands, human hearts, and human lives, one risk at a time. God called. It isn't coming. It's on you. 
and you can do it. Amen.